before we get back to the Shia, or maybe instead of getting back to the Shia just for this week, um, historically a number of times over the years, in the pre-Rosh Hashanah or Sesame Chuvash here, we've done a um, collective Cheshvan HaNefesh, Chazor, on the various different areas of Halacha that people can sometimes overlook. And I never failed to be surprised, amazed, or whatever, um, how yeah. things which I think we've gone over ad infinitum and you must be so bored of hearing so to speak and therefore not even worth mentioning again Chazara and yet Taka um, almost every time there's something which a person has forgotten overlooked uh, come across and just a slight deviation not seen it for what it was etc etc so we're going to do a little bit of Chazara um, collectively of um, some of the halachas the more common areas of Yisurim which a person might come across in the course of the year, which maybe needs taking stop and stop and check and thinking about whether or not um, you know a person needs needs to uh, do something about it. The the most obvious ones, if we start with Hechus uh, Rivers, um, the one which is probably the most common Hechus Rivers is when it comes to rental contracts. Um, anyone who has a rental contract, or their children have a rental contract, or whatever, friends, family, etc. Rental contracts, standard rental contracts, have uh, printed out online or whatever it would be, and um, invariably somewhere in the contract there will be a. Alfie was doing Cheshvanah Nefesh, just in time. Invariably somewhere in the in the um, contract there'll be an interest late payment interest clause. Um, as is, as it stands, it's a problem. Anyone remember the solutions? Take it out, okay. If the landlord, again, obviously only a problem between when both parties are hidden. If the landlord's prepared to take it out, easiest solution. Um, if he's not, find another apartment. So, a fi- fix some what? Late payment for half an hour or a week is still 20 pounds or 100 pounds. Per week? Flat fee. Okay, so then. Again, depending on the amount of it, whether it would be too erroneous or not. Assume it's it's not too high and it's valid. Um, is that a problem with ribbons or is that not a problem with ribbons? Something about late payment penalty for rolling. Money gets paid, goes towards the whatever you're calling. That's right, very good. Yeah. Um, so, you're right, on a rental, you're allowed a one off penalty. On a loan, you're not. On a loan, if you lend someone money and they're meant to pay back by the 1st of January and if they don't pay back there's a one-off penalty that's rivers um, now what, again just to be clear why shouldn't a penalty be rivers and the reason is because the definition of rivers is aganota which means that you're paying for time so normal interest would be you're paying a daily rate monthly rate annual rate whatever it is you're paying for time a penalty you're meant to pay by the 1st of Jan and if you don't pay by the 1st of January there's a, a penalty invoked you haven't bought yourself any time with that because you still have to pay the money now all you've done is you're being penalized for not having paid, paid the money that's why a penalty by definition itself isn't ribis derisa however if penalties are accruing then that looks awfully much like ribis right because ultimately you're paying more and more every day so why is the one not about for loan? sorry? why is it for loan? Some said. so, so uh, a penalty that accrues looks already like ribis so <laughs> Interest paid on a loan is it's a derisa. Yeah. 
So therefore, on a isadai raisa, even when there's no isadai raisa, we apply a drabonon. So Chazal forbade any amount of penalty, even a one-off penalty. Money uh, charged on rent, which doesn't come about by lending someone money, it comes about by providing someone with an asset or doing work, for example, employment. That's only drabonon. Interest on that would only be drabonon. And since, unless it be Zachlov and Milva, that's not getting involved in that now. And since it be Drabonon, so therefore Chazal allows a one-off penalty. But they don't allow more than a one-off penalty. So that's the, the longest. Because it, everything is in, like, down a level. Halval, which is Deiraisa, uh, they don't even allow any penalty. Uh, money owes on rent, or a thing which is, which is only Drabonon, they allow the one-off penalty, but not more than that. Now, one-off penalty is very nice, but it helps you until that one-off penalty has been evoked. Once it's been invoked and now you owe the money, what's the deterrent from the, the, the tenant now schlepping on till who knows when? So we add a clause, as Jeremy remembers, we add a clause, um, any monies paid are taken for debt, for monies most in arrears. Any funds received are taken for monies most in arrears. Which means, January, they missed the, the deadline, they invoked the penalty. We're not going to involve tonight in Asmachta how that works. Let's leave that for now, whether the penalty works halachically. Let's leave that. January, they missed January the 1st, they invoked the penalty. Now, they're not in a rush to pay January's rent because there's only a one-off penalty. February has its own one-off penalty. So they're going to want to make sure they pay February's rent in time. They cannot pay February's rent until they've paid January's rent and January's penalty. Because both of those were, they were higher before February's rent came along. So yes, it won't work before the next month's rent is due. In our theory, you could make rent payable every two weeks. You know, do it that way. And every two weeks uh, is a different amount, a different one-off penalty. You could do that in theory. Again, with the same clause, and then you just minimize that. But normally, for most landlords, that's already sufficient. On the subject of the penalty, is just a quick chazorah. Um, is there a problem with having a late payment penalty in the completion of a property? Again, one-off penalty will be okay because it's a mecca. It's not, it's not a halvo. I'm talking about more than one-off. Regular increasing penalties. Here's the problem. Don't remember discussing this? Remember it was okay. You should. You should remember. It wasn't because of standard conditions. No, that doesn't help. It's standard conditions in a loan doc to have interest. That doesn't help. What about if you use one of those for renting a property? Still won't help you. Mm-hmm. If you use an, a, a regular uh, rental contract off online, which everybody uses, it still won't help you if there's an interest clause. The machlekes between Old Gates Hederov and Chanoich Erenjoy. I think I once, along, somewhere along the lines, told some of you that they were the Mandom who argued about it. But ultimately, Machlekes is in how you understand what is actually going on at an exchange. What happens when you exchange on a property? Here in England, we've got the concept of an exchange and a completion. Exchange, you pay a deposit. Completion, you pay the rest. Sometimes that's a mortgage. Sometimes that's your own money. And that's when you complete. When does it become yours? That's exchange or completion. Completion. So what happens at exchange? 
there's, there's an obligation, an undertaking to sell, an undertaking to buy, but it hasn't yet become yours. Right now, it, 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 I, I always say this. From my understanding, um, this is not 100% clear in the law. Um, and how do we see it's not 100% clear in the law? Because you'll always have in an exchange contract, it will stipulate who has to insure the property in the meanwhile. Why is that? Why do you have to put in the exchange who has to insure? I don't tell you to insure your house, you don't tell me to insure my house. My house is my problem, your house is your problem. And, and the answer which I've been given by those who say they know what they're talking about is because if it wouldn't be insured by anyone and it would burn down between exchange and completion it's not 100% clear what, whose loss it is and therefore they will always put in the contract who has to insure it to make sure that it's harsh insured because they don't want to get caught somewhere in the middle and it's unclear however, having said that Pashtus, you're right it belongs to the vendor until completion what's the raya that belongs to the vendor until completion in halacha, what's the halachic raya well, that's how everybody looks at it that's not a raya that could be because he didn't pay so he gets it back sorry, well what's the kinin at completion shtar or maybe the exchange shtar is the kinin if legally it's a, it becomes yours at exchange then that would be the kinin who gets the rent if this is a tenanted property? No. Always. Yeah. Always. Right? The vendor will always get the rent. Now, if their exchange was a Kinyan, that would be Rivers. Because ultimately what we'd be saying is, I've exchanged on your property, that means it's now mine, but I owe you 80% of the money. Because I haven't paid you 80% of the money, you're taking my rent. Not me paying it, but the, if it's mine already, all the rent which the tenants pay belongs to me. Why are you taking that rent? Because I owe you the money? That'll be rivers. So forget the problem of uh, uh, an interest clause on an exchange contract. The fact that the landlords, uh, 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 the vendors are always taking the rent would be rivers. Right? Sorry? In that case, the. Um so let, let, me, let me just finish off. So the terrace is, how we understand it is the exchange is not a Kenyan. It says Schaivas to complete. So Schaivas to complete. If I, if I complete on this day, it costs this much. If I buy something on this day, it costs this much. If I buy something that day, it costs that much. There's nothing wrong with that. Anyone who's ever been to a, into a sale which finishes in seven days will know if I go and buy the, the suit today, it costs £100. I go and buy it in a week, it costs £120. It's old shit. Uh, you know, so that's not rivers. I mean, on one day it costs something, and on a later day it costs more. That's not a problem at all. There's no how long. I, what's the exchange money? First of all, the exchange money normally would sit by a solicitor. So you haven't lent anyone anything. You just put it there as security, right, in case you walk out, in case you back out. So, as we've discussed before, pashtas, pashtas, there isn't a problem at all. However, we are machme, and we try not to put in a, a late... Uh, completion penalty penalties however if someone calls me up and says that they got they're in a situation of course they never looked at it because it was there you know they exchanged on the property and now they're late completing and all of a sudden there's penalties is this a problem with rivers and normally it's the purchaser calling to ask the shiner right um, you know am I mechuru to pay because it's a problem with rivers and, and on that normally I would say that you can explain on the side that there is a rivers angle here there's a debate about that, you know, but if they're adamant, you're not, I can't say, no, you're over on the ISA for paying, because Pashtus is fine. Pashtus is okay.
So again, like a chile, we would normally not put it in, but what's called? I, I, I tell you where, where I would probably be even more makel is if the um, person purchasing the property is actually a company, right? So then you've got the added clause of a Moshe. A Moshe holds that when the borrower is a company with no personal guarantee, he holds there's no rivets at all because there's no personal guarantees, there's no Shibud Aguf, therefore it's Mutzah, even though we don't pass in that emotion. But for this, I, I would feel fine to pass in that emotion. So if somebody was purchasing in a company name from another Yid, company or individual, and there was a, a late completion penalty in there, that, that wouldn't really bother me that much. Right, moving on. So you want to say? I'm still quite clear about this question. The why should the rental be regarded as ribis? If that would be correct, then there should be no difficulty for the purchaser to say, right, I'm bringing forward the completion date. If it, since the purchaser can't bring the, the completion date forward, no. therefore it's not... That What's that got to do with ribis? Why? Because um, to say that the rental in between um, going to the, the rent, vendor... Yeah is regarded as ribis no it would only be ribis if we said that the purchaser has already acquired it at the exchange yes but, but why if, if he has a, if he has acquired it at the exchange no. he should be entitled then to pay up at any moment you mean earlier even you mean even earlier yes than the completion date and he can't well again if he was getting if, if, if who was getting the rent if the vendor was getting the rent uh, yes so why shouldn't he be able to say right I want to uh, I want to complete uh, well, now, well, well why, why don't you actually look at that the other way around? That itself might also be a riot that it's not a Kenyan. Because if it's a Kenyan and I just owe you the money, why should I be able to pay the money earlier? What's wrong with that? That's up yeah. to me. I'm not Mukhoi to pay earlier, but why should I be able to pay earlier? Yeah. So again, so you bring another riot. No, but if, I don't see why the other, that money should be a, a ribis. Again, if the acquisition is mine today when I do yeah. the exchange, yeah. that's my house. Right. If it's my house, whose is the rent? Uh, mine. Who's, mine. Why are you taking the rent? Because I haven't yet paid you the money. The rest of the money. No, because that was part of the... That was part of the deal is... So what? It, no, it may be that the price has been fixed on the basis that I'm going to get the rent until a later date. But that's not... That's and and what happens if the, if, the, if the completion is pushed off? Huh? Who will get the rent if the completion is pushed off? Um, that, that would depend whether it's done to a fixed date depend. or not. It wouldn't depend. Matthias, it wouldn't depend. No one has a harvamina that the vendor is not going to keep taking the rent until you complete. That's, that's partial. It's right. his house. The owner yeah. looks at it, it's, it's his house. But the, the, the rent up to the actual completion date should not so be. So I'm saying, so the, the, the terrorist is the reason why he's taking rent is because it's his house. He looks at it, it's his house. The purchaser looks at it, it's his house. But, right, let me move on. Saw by saw. Alright? Fine with her. Is a late completion clause. So, so, so why, why isn't it? Because, because it hasn't been our yet. Exchanges is subscribers to purchase. Mm-hmm. Um, if I purchase it on this date, it costs me this price. Okay. If I purchase it later, it costs me more. I don't even know if it's a balance sheet. I've got. I, I've been misguiding myself to purchase something in the future. And the price will depend on the day that I purchase it. Uh, did you call that balance sheet? It's not mine right now. Balance sheet normally means what's already mine. Sorry? I've obliged myself to purchase it. 
So I'm going to have to have contingent liability of a thousand pounds, whatever it is, in two months. I'm obliged to have to purchase. Means I have to have the money to purchase in that time. But it doesn't mean there's a there's a Ramah which speaks about a shver and an edim. Right? Doesn't call it shver and edim, but maybe the Ramah did call it shver. Um, speaks about a shver and an edim where they they come to the shidduch, and the shver tells his edim, "I'll give you a nadan of this size if you want it in a year, and that much more if you get it in two years." Right? So the shver has a cash flow problem. So he tells Adam, if you need your nadan ready in one year, it's going to be X. If you're happy to wait another year, I'll give it to you Y. Is that a problem with rivers? He tells him, what? It's not a problem with rivers. He doesn't, he doesn't owe him the money. He's being misguided. If I pay on that day, I'm going to pay you that much. On that day, I'm going to pay you. Right now, I don't owe you anything. I'm giving you two options. You decide which option you want. There's no half of This is even better. I'm going to buy something. If I buy it at that time, that's the price. But by that time, that's the price. Till I buy it, tell me what price you want. Would it make a difference if, which you can buy, if the um, exchange amount was um, allowed to be used by the yes, purchaser? Yes, that, that is... Then you, then it is a, that could be rivers, or, correct. And you're paying it, and the, and the interest is... Well, let me tell you when it will be rivers. If the exchange amount is allowed to be used by the purchaser, but nothing else then what we're saying is now since the Kenyan is actually the completion so what's really happened is the, the purchaser has lent the exchange money up front because really he's not hired to pay exchange money until completion right? you could say if it would be a small amount of money you could say that you're just paying that money for the right for the option so to speak but it's not, you're paying 10-25% whatever it is so, so yes really that money is not meant to be used now that you're lending it to him says so there's no rivers where it comes to rivers is sometimes what happens is the purchaser wants to already move in before completion or he wants his builders to start work already before completion right so sometimes what the, 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 vend- the vendor will say is if you release the funds already now from the exchange I don't mind your builders starting work already earlier or m- you moving in earlier sometimes I've come across that scenario now you, is that rivers or is that rent well, Terence says it's rivers because what you're saying is I'll give you free rent so to speak, if you lend me money if you lend me money instead of pay, you pay me rent for the time that you're moving in from exchange to completion you're saying, if you front the money which you're not to front, which means lend me money till completion I'll let you stay in my house for free that's permission, it's awesome Right, and that I've come across as well. People, so that's the chumrah side of how we're looking at it. That takada exchange is not a kinyan. But the more common chumrah side is going to be the fact that the the rent is taken that's possible. Let me move forward because we have what's called. Um, okay, the obvious one which I've spoken about so many times over the years, but I'll just throw it out there again in case somehow some of you are allowed to forget 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 the scenario. Um, Children or parents, can't cost both, taking out a mortgage in parents' or children's names. It could be siblings, it could be cousins, whatever it is. Taking out mortgages in someone else's name. Um, we've covered it extensively why it's a problem, that it's a problem. Bottom line is the bank is lending to the person who's taking out the mortgage. That person is in turn lending on the money 
person who's receiving it. And therefore, that, that, there's two separate halvos going on. Since there are two separate halvos going on, um, it's, it's ribis for the end borrower to pay any of the debt which the middle borrower owes the bank. And we've covered that extensively, but just to jog your So if, again, if, 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 uh, which around you saying? If, so if the parent borrows, gives the money to the child, but if the house belongs. So, if a parent purchases a house in their name, and they take out a mortgage, but really it belongs to the children. So yes. that's the first shy we have to ascertain. What do you mean by belongs to the children? That means really they are holding on trust for the children. There might not be a trust deed. Yeah, why is it in the parent's name? Because they have to get the mortgage, because of other benefits that might be involved in having it in the parent's name. Um, whatever it might be, right? But, but, but there are plenty of scenarios. For example, the money might have come from both sides together. And they put it, you could have a, a parents, one living abroad, one living here, and, and, and they buy a house here, both put money, sometimes maybe more money coming from abroad, and they buy it in the parents' name who are living here. Right? And it really, though, they're holding it for the children. Obviously, the Mukhatonim haven't given money for a house to belong to the Mukhatonim. No, no, even legally, even legally, let's get this very clear, even legally, I can buy a house, register it in my name. As long as if I know that I'm really holding on trust to you, and I admit that to the fact I'm holding on trust to you, no problem at all. It belongs to you. It's not a problem of, of legal title. It's a problem of proof. If I deny it that I'm holding it for you, and you've got no proof, it's in my name. So I'm, I'm, you know, good luck. But there's nothing wrong legally with the property being one person's name registered on the landlord, and he's got a deed of trust. He's holding it for someone else. Correct? Mm-hmm. Happens the whole time. There's a deed of trust. No, deed of trust is again a proof. If no one's contesting anything, and I come and admit I'm holding this on trust, and I haven't got bad who think I'm trying to get away from them, it's, it's Matthias. I can purchase something for someone else. There's nothing wrong with it. Land registry isn't ADP in my bill. Land registry is. So I put in their name because they, so I'm their trustee. They don't know that I'm really holding it for someone else. It's much a different question. If I give you a thousand pounds to put into your savings account, because you get a much better interest rate than I do, and you put it into the savings account. Now I come back for the money, and you say, since I put it into my bank account, it's in my name, it's my money. I go to Bezin. We all admit to the truth. You may go to court, and we all admit to the truth. Who owns that money? I do. I, when you talk, put it in the bank, you didn't tell them that it's my money, and you're doing it for me. I'm not talking lending you money, I didn't lend you money. I asked you to put my money in your bank. You're not liable for it even. I asked you to put my money in your bank. Whose money is that now? It's mine. If you open a safety deposit box in your name and I give you my Rolex and ask you to keep it in your safety deposit box and you put it there without telling them that it's my Rolex, does that mean it's not my Rolex anymore? It's my Rolex. Same thing with the land. You can purchase land in your name which really belongs to me. It's a question of proof. If you admit it belongs to me even without a title deed, a uh, trust deed, it belongs to me. So why am I not defrauding the bank? The bank is offering me, me this special deal because I'm a nice guy. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> Another area um, which comes up is the halacha baltonin. Baltonin is, is a deraisa. Baltonin is any time a person has employed um, another yid or hired metalklin from another yid. So, I'm not trying to plug anyone's business, but for example, tablecloths or chairs or tables or cutlery or Flowers or whatever what a person metalkin that a person would rent from someone else. Um, 
then there's halacha that's b'yomit hitten sorry there's a mitzvah say to pay on time um, now there's a number of different clauses in that but the, the easiest example of this would be for example um, a babysitter right, or, or electrician who comes around to do a job on the spot there is a halacha that if they understand that you're not going to pay them until you invoice right, then if the invoice isn't due to come straight away then the time slot for the deiraisa has passed so it's very interesting you're only over the deiraisa if you were due to pay and chayv to pay on the time period where the work was finished and the time period is if you finish before shkia by shkia so any time in the day before shkia you have to pay by shkia and any time at night before amud hashacha you have to pay by amud hashacha that's the default position that's that's the default position and if there is discussion about it so let's say you pay once a month on the first of the month so then you'd have to pay before Shkia on the first of the month presumably presumably unless since you've got the whole day it's going to be before Amad HaShachar at the end of that first of the month you know after midnight you and now you were due to have paid so before Amad HaShachar the next morning right and giving the guy a check isn't going to help giving a guy a check is okay if, if he works in an area where it's understood that he can get paid checks Yes, because he knows when he takes on that job that he you are allowed to pay by check, so he's accepted those terms. You mean normally you put it into his account, or you normally pay him cash? Are you allowed according to terms of engagement to pay him check? Presumably, yes. Or are there no terms of engagement? normally one would say you know, payments includes a check payment and uh, uh, if I'm paying a check today you receive it takes one um, when you're in, uh, uh, um, when you're em- employed for a company stroke moistened stroke whatever it is where you know they don't pay on time